We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 152. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And Shara's back. Yay! 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 Yeah, it was kind of wacky last week, but we had Logan come in. Logan did a great job and uh, all excited. I tried, but I could not function. Well, I really you know, wanted to be here, but it was not happening. That's going to happen, and that's okay. But we're glad to have you back, and, and so I know you are diligently looking at uh, some fun facts, because we missed the fun facts last week. And I, I had, see, I, I've had the weather word of the week for a few weeks now, and I was going to put it last week, but I want to make sure and have you read it. So I picked oh, another goody. weather word of the week for Logan. So now you're on here. So I'm surprised you didn't have Logan come up with some fun facts. I, I didn't think about that. It was just, we were just having fun talking about, you know, weather and stuff like that. But now it's, Fun fact. Well, I don't have Logan's fun fact People need more than drop. like three hours of sleep apparently to function. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that would kind of work. Anyway, the title of this episode is More Wind and Snow and... Kind of windy out there. It's kind of windy, kind of snowy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, it's only been a couple of times when I thought the roof was going to come off my house, um, but it just I haven't heard any wind today. It's not bad, and it wasn't bad driving home this morning. I didn't feel any major gusts. I went to my home away from home today. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this place. It's called Country Mart, oh. <laughs> and it looked like a little. Small blizzard in the parking lot for a few minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Well, I mean... And I wasn't even talking about the Dairy Queen across the street. <laughs> well, you, I think you have several homes away from home, probably. <laughs> Mostly Country Mart and Walmart. Wow. Mostly. Well, I got up about 9, and I looked at the radar loop, and I saw what you had texted me. Like the There was like a little cluster of blue that just went through Branson really fast. And that was, yeah. what, 8 o'clock or something? That was before I got up. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Kids were getting on the bus, and it was it was snowing. And they thought, why do we have school if it's snowing? And I go, well, it's not going to snow that much here. We're not under a winter weather advisory in Branson. I'm sitting here telling my 7-year-old daughter all this. And yeah. she's like, is it going to snow or not? You know? She's like, I don't care. What are you talking about? Well, did you also tell her it was 38 degrees also this morning? While it, it was 29 on my car thing when I was driving home. Oh, but in Springfield? In Springfield. Yeah, when I got in the car at Springfield, it was 29. Ooh, but it wasn't snowing when you It was a little bit home, right? slippery in Springfield this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I just I got I, a text from my the mother. The worst part was the parking lot. Like, I almost slipped just walking to my car. Oh, yeah. Well, I've seen on radar, I mean, models did a really good job of having this just, this massive snow just come down. And, and my mother, which lives just north of Springfield, she it just opened up. And I just texted her now. She thinks she, there's like an inch and a half on the ground. And it, it's well, that's coming crazy. down. Yeah. Well, they said one to two inches up there, didn't they? Yeah, and that's that's perfect. And I'm looking at radar. I mean, we're recording this. It's about 335, 338 right now uh, on Friday. Uh, and radar has this very interesting thing on it. We talk about uh, banding when we snow. And it, it's impossible to predict exactly where banding will set up. But what banding is, for the non-weather people, is a narrow corridor of moderate to potentially heavy snow uh, you could get like you know a burst maybe you know like a rate of two inches an hour if it keeps up and a band has developed from now looks like fair grove all the way up to past kansas city i mean it's 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 wild i mean uh, adrian butler uh, just uh, a spruce which is close to appleton city it's just this band 
And it's been sitting there for a while. So I imagine that those, if you're underneath that band, you're probably getting some good snowfall rates right now. And the temperature is below freezing the further north you get. So my mother just said Springfield, at her house is like 34. But I've seen some of our ambient weather stations around Springfield. You can access that. Uh, a lot of them are below freezing. So hence the winter weather advisory. Uh, did you see also where they added Christian and Douglas County to that? They added Christian, Douglas, uh, Lawrence, where Mount Vernon is on the uh, oh, they west added side Lawrence? of Springfield. Yeah, that wasn't on there yesterday, on oh. the first issuance. Oops. And one more county north of there, I forget, like Dade, I think. Oh, I missed that. Oopsie. Because all I saw was closest to, to Branson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and models are doing, a, a, like I said, a really good job. The, the snow is pinwheeling around a big low that's, uh, yeah, it's just north of St. Louis. It's in Illinois. And just a big counterclockwise motion, and all the snow is coming down. It's headed to the southeast. And the main concentration is going to be in central Missouri, uh, some parts of southwest Missouri, if you're north of Highway 60, uh, again, where that winter weather advisory is. But I noticed in the last little bit, the Jefferson City area uh, got dropped. So that's hmm. north central. Would you call that central? Jefferson City central Missouri, isn't it? I would say, yeah, it's 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 actually north central, close to I-70 between Springfield and, I mean, not Springfield, St. Louis and Kansas City kind of oh yeah and, I, and i'm looking at radar and the st louis radar now and there's really nothing up there uh, st louis got a big batch of snow going into st louis so our buddy tom needs to uh, hunker down if uh i don't know if they have a winter weather advisory up there or not anyway it's just it's one of these little systems it's not your typical you know front coming through rain changing to snow blah 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 this is the back side of a big low pressure system which is kind of cool well have you looked at the uh, satellite lately a big comma Oh, I have so not. Like a big head. Yeah. Oh, cool. I need to do that. I need to post that. After That's the way podcast. it was this morning. I haven't looked at it this afternoon, but I'm sure it looks the same. Hey, I'm uh, looking at all of our weather stations in the Stormdar Weather Network. We're coming in at 33.4 right now. Hmm. But we're looking at the winds. Uh, I'm looking at the peak wind gusts for today. Uh, our station at the Stormdar headquarters here in Branson uh, is 27.3 for the for the peak. Hmm. Uh, let's see what my dad came in at Miami in Miami twenty three point nine for the peak wind gust. Uh, let's see what our buddy in Forsyth has. Oh yeah, he has also has twenty three point nine. Uh, Tim, let's see what Cade has over at Rocky Comfort. Yeah, he's got thirty two miles per hour for a high wind gust today okay our buddy chris and grove at the seneca cayuga nation grove oklahoma is coming in at 40 miles an hour for a wind gust wow so that's pretty cool yeah and the whole area is think, under wind advisory so i don't think since we've had our weather station i don't think we've ever hit a 40 mile an hour wind gust on ours i don't think I don't, so i don't remember that i mean i, I think wonder. if we were on the plateau yeah i think we would probably get something but uh, yeah, every now and then, when 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 winter's starting to transition to spring, we get some really really windy days. I assume we'll we'll, we'll get that one of these days, forty forty five. That's what they were forecasting for Branson was in the forty to forty five mile an hour range. Yeah, yeah, and but, I uh, think I think the grid. Uh, let me check the grid real quick. Uh, what they're saying. Uh, sustained wind of around twenty two miles an hour with gusts as high as thirty eight. Now that's for basically branson but like you said i'm i think that's a little overdone i don't think it's going to get that much i don't know did you check brad's because he's just right downtown uh, let, me, let me check it here brad's coming in at thirty three Oh, so he got a little bit higher huh and 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 still, that's we're still kind of in the Branson hilly areas or whatever. Well, regardless, it's windy. Uh, I thought my trash can was going to blow away because last night everybody takes their full trash cans out to the the curb, at least in my neighborhood. And then Friday morning, early, they come and get it. And I thought, oh great, now I'm going to have to get up early because if the wind advisory goes into effect at six a.m. and it's going to blow the the trash can to Taneyville, it's like no, I need to get up. But it stayed. I got up there about eleven o'clock, and it 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 was it was behaving. 
So, I mean, you guys got it made. You've got a big dumpster, right? You just go out there and that's not going to blow away. It was overflowing the other day. Like, hmm. Oh, yeah, so if you put like, trash in it, it would just blow right out. Like <laughs> several days before trash day, it was overflowing. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. We have trashy neighbors today, this week, apparently. Well, Maybe they decided to throw all their Christmas stuff out maybe this so. week. It was full. <laughs> Yeah, well, the wind advisory uh, stays in effect until 6 p.m. Uh, I, I, that's, what, a little over two hours from now. So, I I mean, I think the wind's about done um, for, for, for Branson. Again, everything is happening to the northeast, north and northeast of us. I mean, radar is just cranking out blue, which is uh, snow. I mean, I made that post explaining the difference between reflectivity and precipitation depiction and... Uh, so people can know why we use that specifically for that. And I think someone made a comment that it, you know, the radar was showing it was green and raining. But if, if you're going to use precipitation depiction mode, you need to make sure you see it in a loop. Because the, the radar is just guessing what is out there. So if it if it gets, a, you know, something in its brain and says, oh, well, this could be you know, liquid, it'll, it'll shine green, but then the next minute it'll say, oh, no, wait a minute, that's below, and it'll keep flipping back and forth. And that's kind of what you watch for is the consistency pattern because it Mm -hmm. was definitely snowing here and it's probably still snowing now. I can't see outside. A little bit. It's kind of blowing around. A little bit. Yeah, but all this snow is going to be out of here uh, tomorrow. It's going to, that big low is going to push around, uh, slide through illinois and just take all this muck out of here yeah i'm so glad you i'm going to write comma on here on my note sheet because i definitely want to want to go see that so then we're going to have a couple of days of dry weather now i want to talk about next week because models are kind of all over the place so i'm just taking a general consensus of the national weather service of you know some maybe some light showers maybe off and on light snow uh tuesday late monday night into tuesday um but really at this point because that would be a medium range it, we can't get the her onto that it's only goes out 18 hours but the gfs says maybe something but all the other models i looked at the icon and the uh, especially the icon and the can, uh, Canadian are trending that to the south. So I'm I'm still up in the air if we're actually going to get something next well, week. Right now on Tuesday, our the uh, weather experts at StormDarWeather.com have a 25% chance of a wintry mix on okay. Wednesday, an isolated wintry mix. But the high is 49 on Tuesday and 51 on Wednesday, 56 on Thursday. 56 so, on Thursday? Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's see. What does... We're not talking a lot of, about a lot of precip. Yeah, that, that's why I'm kind of going, yeah, I'm kind of up in the air on that. Uh, well, I'm looking at the forecast grid for Branson. Uh, I'm not seeing what you just said. I, Tuesday, 47. Wednesday, 50. Thursday, 52. And then Friday, 45. And Monday, 52. Well, that's cl- kind of close. Is yours locked into NWS? I mean, is that what our weather... How does our weather station or website get that? Uh, it's through a uh, company that works with the NWS. Oh, okay. So it is It is from them then. Okay. Yeah, and of Believe course... Believe it or not, sometimes our forecast grid updates before the NWS forecast grid updates. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to weird. I'm going to quit uh, looking at the actual NWS grid. I'm going to go to mine. It's all specific for Branson. That's what we're here for. And Forsyth. I mean, our friends at Forsyth News uh, over there, they they're sharing our stuff, so I'm kind of including Forsyth in that area. I mean, Forsyth's only what is it, 10 miles the way the crow flies, if that. Yeah, they got their own page on the website too, and they got, you know, Tim's weather station up and running over there, so Oh, perfect. It's helpful. They got their own forecast and radar on our stormdarweather.com. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that comet head's swirling right over. The head of it is swirling right over Missouri. It's just covering the whole state. That's oh. really cool. I need to get a a wider view because I'm only zoomed in, you know, to Missouri. But it looks pretty cool. Oh, that's neat. That is so neat. Wow. You know, I'm, I may have to do that during the weather school. 
or whatever. <laughs> well, I, you, you know what I did? I looked at the uh, La Nina update, which we always like to look at, and basically it says La Nina continuing through March is a greater or equal to 95% chance is going to continue. But it goes down to a 55% chance is going to continue April or June. So I imagine what that tells me, it's probably going to try to transition back to El Nino or or Nada at that point, um, which is fine. I, 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 You know, I'm wondering, since we are in La Nina now, usually that means in our neck of the woods, we're going to have a little bit warmer pattern coming through and i'm i'm seeing and i th- i gotta go back to podcast to see if see if i predicted this right but i'm seeing we'll have these cool downs for a few days and then we're back up in the 50s to maybe 60 yeah i mean which is well above normal well even like upper 40s is about above normal what is it 40 40- what is normal right now? Forty-ish. Uh, yeah, it's about or, forty-three. I think forty-three. Yeah, I'll look so, that up I mean, during Sunday on through the rest of the week, we're above normal. You know. Oh yeah. So so that that's kind of typical. What I would think of of a La Nina. Um, yeah. We're gonna gonna talk in a little bit after in the in other news. I have some interesting things that I think La Nina may uh, be contributing to that. So we're just gonna have to have to worry about that. So Shara. Are you having to? When's your next date? When do you have to drive back to Springfield? I honestly don't know. Sometime next week. Yeah, you'll be fine. I haven't looked past the weekend yet. She's been working <laughs> a lot lately. She needs to chill at home with her husband for a while. That's true. I plan to enjoy my weekend. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. And sleep Are we in. Hit the kayak. Ooh. I believe it's a little chilly for the someday. Kayak. I well, need. I need to find a partner that'll go out on the lake with me. Right now, when it's this cold, because so we can bundle up or do whatever we need so to do. So you're in the market for a different partner? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I can call Brad or somebody <laughs> or Brad's going to bundle up with you? I want to go oh, I'm and old. take that a camera and see if we can find some eagles on, on Tani Como. This is about the time of year. You can you, you can really see them really easy. Do they have battery-operated waterproof heaters? I'm sure. That we I, could put in the to, new with us? I don't us? want you to hurt the kayak. You can get a camping stove, but I don't want to hurt if the If it's battery-operated oh. and waterproof. Well, yeah, that won't hurt the kayak. I'd love to get some eagle, some eagles on and on our new Instagram. We have a new Instagram. Did I tell you that? Oh, uh, yeah, why don't you that, tell people? I don't know if yeah. I told people on the podcast, but uh-huh. yeah. Uh, check us out on there, Stormbar Weather Media. Uh, you had a pretty sunset on there. Where were you at? You were in Springfield, right? Yeah, I was, taking, I was up there yesterday. My mother had some doctor's appointments, and I'm was taking her to those, and I was on my way home. Again, she lives just north of Springfield, so we were going past Greenlawn Cemetery North, uh, Truman School, you know, all around in there. And uh, I turned the corner off of Glenstone to go towards the cemetery, and here was this beautiful sunset. And my mother was like, wow, that's just gorgeous. So it's like, oh, okay. She said, can you get a picture of that? So I took my camera, and I'm, okay, I'm driving, okay, camera. Here I am hanging the phone out the window, driving. Uh, I'm not going fast, so. Don't try okay. this at home. No, don't try, yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> and I just took a whole slew of pictures as I was rounding. And there was, wasn't any cars coming or anything. And uh, took those, and I thought, I sent it to Corey, because I didn't have really a lot of access to go post stuff. And he said, you want, you want me to post that? I'm like, yeah. And now I know why, because you can post it to our Instagram was it Stormdar Media? I'm going to put that in the... Uh, uh, Stormdar Weather Media. Instagram.com slash Stormdar Weather Media. Okay. Uh, there. I'm going to add that. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you got that sunset because I'm unable to shoot sunsets right now because my drone, our Stormdar Weather drone is is uh, in need of repair. Uh-oh. I had to do a hard crash landing the other day. Long story. Uh, oh, my God. I was shooting some video at... Late Tinny Como. I don't know if you saw that. I put it on Instagram. Oh, at Lamar's place, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, I shot a long video, and uh, 
my battery was getting low. And Uh-oh. I thought it automatically homes itself. It does, but then I, I, I said, oh, I think I have a little bit extra battery I can fly. You overrode it, now, didn't you? <laughs> I was over the lake, and then it went into auto landing mode because it was so low, and it was landing right in the water. Oh! So I thought, oh, it's coming down and coming down hard and fast. So I, I gunned it, I gassed it, and uh, I got over land just in time for it to die hit on dry land but i was gassing it so hard that i popped a propeller off of it i needed a new propeller anyway but oh okay <laughs> yeah it was getting to where it needed some so work anyway. for future when it actually homes itself let it home itself yeah Don't I okay I that makes sense do. <laughs> But it made some. I made for some good video. Kind of does that for a reason, you know. It's like, hey, I'm dying. I'm gonna go home. I'm now. gonna go home now. <laughs> Time to go to bed for a while. And Corey's like, no, stay. Well, here's my question: Does it? Will it would it float? Well, it might. I don't know. I doubt it. It might for a second, but it wouldn't be waterproof. Do you know how many components oh. and sensors and computers and cameras are on that thing? Yeah, yeah that's like, true. It would never be waterproof. It yeah. would ruin it. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I think I, they do make them waterproof. Not the not the good kind, but there are some that are waterproof. They well, should make some that are like those airplanes that land on water. Ooh, yeah. with a little. Light. I heard some some you can fly, and then some you can land on the water and go under the water. So it would be cool to see the fish. You know, if you were if the water were really clear, like on on a well, Table Rock's pretty clear. Table Rock, take, but uh, I don't clear. even think Table Rock is as clear as like once you go down. It's pretty clear. It's, I've I've been scuba diving in Taney and in, in Table Rock before. It's pretty clear. Really? Taney Combo is going to be clear, but it depends on clear-ish. you know if we've had a recent rain and all that kind of good stuff. Oh yeah, I feel They're, like if we took the canoes out on Taney Como in the winter, I mean the water temperature is already so cold that. Like people on the landing would be calling, saying, "Hey, there's some idiots out on the water." Well, I took a lot to of uh, video. <laughs> there was no kayaks, but there sure were a lot of boats. Of course, the the temperature Wednesday it was in, in the in the low to mid fifties. Yeah, it was cloudy, but it was it was a nice day to be on. Because it's it's difficult. It can be done, but it's difficult to get in and out of a canoe. And not get wet at all. Like, you know, oh. like slightly. Well, if you go to a dock, maybe if we go to a Scotty's Trout Dock but, and you just hop in, hop in there. You know, and at some point you have to like step in the water. No, 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 no I, you we don't need have some, to. Well, I mean, right, like I said, it's it can be done, but it's not a guarantee. And I wouldn't want to step in that water. Well, right now the water will be warmer than the air. <laughs> it doesn't make well, it. Well, right now, it's 55 yeah. 55 degrees year round. Woo, 55 degree water. That's Take a bath in that. What, Taney Como temperature? I thought it was like 45. Is it? Is it? Fi- no. I thought it was in the 40s 50, or 30s. 55. I think we need to ask Lamar. Lamar. Yeah, text okay. Lamar. Say, hey, what's it, what's water temperature? Taney Como. Probably <laughs> Google it. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't believe anything Google says. Well, I don't believe half of what Google says. I don't know. Well, while we're trying it's to figure that internet. out. It's yeah, on It has to be true. It's, it has to be true. <laughs> But speaking of that, I think let's get to the weather school. The average so, is 48 degrees. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that ma- that makes sense. But yeah, and then in the, but even in the in the 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 summertime because it comes out of the bottom of of right. Table Rock, so it's still going to be that's that's trout temperature there. That is oh, total yeah. trout temperature. But you know, if you're going really fast on your canoe and it's cold, you're going to get some wind chill. And it's currently 48 degrees also. So the yearly average is 48 degrees, and it's currently 48 degrees. So it is warmer. There you go. There you go. 15 degrees. And now you know. Now you know. I, need- I don't think you can go very fast on a canoe because, I mean, it's manpower. <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends on if they're generating in the dam, which they haven't been generating all that much. Yeah. They haven't been running all the generation units at the same time. Man, run all those generation units. You don't even have to paddle. It's great. Oh, I know. Which was my original thought with John. We're just going to get out there, let the water out. We'll just float all the way down. Wrong. Right. But I've told that story before. Corey's excited about his canoeing this summer. because It's a kayak. Kayak, sorry. Because yeah. he found some clearanced steels after Christmas on kayaks. So we bought two oh. more dirt cheap. So now our entire family can go kayaking at once. Oh, my gosh. 
And All half our family, nine of us. Half our family doesn't live here, so we can but also still, take friends and whoever, yeah. you know, and their families. You know, we have we can take eight, including my little kids, we can take ten people on kayaks Oh, my once. gosh. Now, yeah. now, the little kids, do they go with one of you? They'll go with, like, They'll you... typically, we'll put the two little ones just in the floor of our kayak. We have a really long, yeah. ours is 12 foot long. 12 feet long. Okay. So we can sit on the two seats and the little ones fit right there in the middle of us. Oh. And and the kids, we have one 12 footer and three 10 footers. And they each hold 400 pounds. So, okay. So you can put a lot of the family in there. Oh, yeah. I wonder what Caroline's is. Because I've seen those. uh, What are they? Are they kayaks where you can actually turn? You know, around, upside down, and go. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, those we are the ones you like. Do that. We don't want to no. do that. Those no. are the ones you like. Seal yourself in them, and I'm claustrophobic, and that terrifies me. I, we don't mm-hmm, do. Me too. A, we don't wear helmets when we go kayaking. <laughs> we don't go white down river waterfalls kayaking. Oh, someday, okay. <laughs> someday I'll go over Power Sight Dam and let you know. Uh, no, no, I won't be in the boat that day. Oh gosh, I'll stand on the shore and film. Wow, yeah. That'll, be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll get us some likes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, well, hey, let's get to the weather school. It is about wind chill. We've had some of that today. The temperature's been cold. We've had a wind advisory and some of that wind chill. How it affects uh, you on your skin and what you can do to protect yourself from having body parts freeze off. So let's get to the weather. The wind chill. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. The National Weather Service has just issued a wind chill advisory for our area. What exactly does that mean? You've probably heard weather people on the TV news talking about the wind chill factor. The wind chill factor is the temperature that a person feels because of the wind. For example, if the thermometer reads 35 degrees outside and the wind is blowing at 25 miles per hour, the wind chill factor causes it to feel like it's 8 degrees. In other words, your 98 degree body loses heat as though it were 8 degrees outside. The wind chill factor is the same effect that causes you to blow on hot soup to cool it down. The movement of the air increases the soup's loss of heat by convection, so the soup cools down faster. For an inanimate object, wind chill has an effect if the object is warm, So, for example, say you fill two glasses with the same amount of 100-degree water. You put one glass in your refrigerator, which is kept at 35 degrees, and one outside, where it's 35 degrees, but the wind is blowing at 25 miles per hour, so the wind chill makes it feel like 8 degrees. The glass outside will get cold quicker than the glass in the refrigerator because of the wind. However, the glass outside will not get colder than 35 degrees. The air temperature is 35 degrees, whether it's moving or not. That's why the thermometer reads 35 degrees, even though it feels like 8 degrees. There are three different wind chill products issued by the National Weather Service. First is the wind chill watch. This means dangerous cold is possible and to be prepared. Wind chill watches can be upgraded to either a wind chill advisory or a wind chill warning. A wind chill advisory is issued usually when wind chill values are forecasted to be between negative 5 and negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit. A wind chill warning is usually issued when forecasted wind chill values are going to be colder than 20 degrees below zero. These products are issued because of potential life-threatening conditions. 
Frostbite is an injury to the body caused by freezing bodily tissue. The most susceptible parts of the body are the extremities, such as fingers, toes, earlobes, or the tip of your nose. Symptoms include a loss of feeling in the extremity and a white or pale appearance. Medical attention is needed immediately for frostbite and the area should be slowly rewarmed. Hypothermia is an abnormally low body temperature, usually below 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Warning signs include uncontrollable shivering, memory loss, disorientation, incoherence, slurred speech, drowsiness, and apparent exhaustion. Medical attention is needed immediately. If it is not available, begin warming the body slowly. Warm the core first, not the extremities. Warming extremities first drives the cold blood to the heart and can cause the body temperature to drop even further, which may lead to heart failure. Get the person into dry clothing and wrap them in a warm blanket covering the head and neck. Do not give the person alcohol, drugs, coffee, or any hot beverage or food. Warm broth and food is better. About 20% of cold-related deaths occur at home. Young children under the age of 2 and those more than 60 years of age are the most susceptible to hyperthermia. Hypothermia can set in over a period of time. Keep the thermostat above 69 degrees, wear warm clothing, eat food for warmth, and drink plenty of water to keep hydrated. Alcohol will actually lower your body temperature. Some precautions to use during extremely cold weather are wearing layers of loose-fitting, lightweight, warm clothing. Trapped air between the layers will insulate you. Outer garments should be tightly woven, water-repellent, and hooded. Wear a hat. 40% of your body heat can be lost from your head. Cover your mouth to protect your lungs from extreme cold. Mittens snug at the wrist are better than gloves. And try to stay dry and out of the wind. The best way to avoid hypothermia and frostbite is to stay warm and dry indoors. If you have to go outside, then avoid overexertion. Your heart is already working overtime in the cold weather. The strain from the cold and the hard labor of shoveling heavy snow, walking through drifts, or pushing a car may cause a heart attack. Sweating from overexertion could lead to chill and hypothermia. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there's everything you need to know to keep yourself safe from getting frostbite and hyperthermia in wind chill. Brr. I'm going to stay inside. That's probably the best thing. I'm going to bake. I'm going to bake. I think I've decided I'm going to bake a white cake later because I made cookies. I've made brownies. Now I need some white cake. I have some cheese dip in the fridge I'm looking forward to eating. It's still there. I don't think it's there. Uh Uh-oh. Somebody ate my cheese dip? Uh Uh-oh. I went in there and there was a cup sitting on the counter this morning. No, that that had my noodles in it. Okay. No, I had, I had noodles in it. I can make you some dip, babe. No, I no, got no, 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 in there. no. That's not Mexican Villa dip. That's no. <laughs> Mexican Villa dip is heavenly. I can look up that's a different. Mexican Villa copycat recipe. Yeah, they no, make those I don't copycats. Think it'll be the same. Who knows? Yeah, you can well, try it, but. <laughs> Anyway, I uh, did something. I'm trying to be better at this. When we say I'm going to do something during the weather school, I'm actually going to do it. Last week, I actually did. And I did it this week, too. Uh, The normal high. Okay. This is interesting. I think you both will find this interesting. The normal high for Springfield. We've got to go with Springfield. For today is 43. For yesterday, it was 43. For the day before that, which was on the 13th, it was 42. So we are now 
just barely starting that average temperature warmer. And the 25th of January, 10 days from now, the normal high would be 44, and on the 31st would be 45. So we are definitely starting to get a little bit warmer for the average high. The days are getting longer. And, you know how everybody yep. complained about the masks in the summer because it was so hot to wear a mask oh, right. outside in the summer or whatever, but I'm enjoying my mask in the winter. It keeps my face warm. <laughs> like, I'm the, the stupid person that drives down the road in my car with my mask on when I first get in the car until right. it warms up. Because <laughs> it keeps my face warm. Plus, you're breathing that hot air back on yourself, so well, I, don't, I stay nice and toasty. I don't drive with my mask on, but it is really nice Especially right? in the wind when and you cold. Go outside. Yeah, because it's like, oh, well, now, you know, my lips aren't freezing. I'm not, so that's pretty good. I put mine on <laughs> to walk from the car to work every day, and it's so nice and warm. There you go. Well, hopefully, we can get all this under control. We won't have to wear masks for too much longer. Uh, but that's another podcast. We'll get into that. Okay, it's time to get to in other news. I've got something uh, I wanted to talk about. This week, uh, th- this is this is coming back around again. Uh, there was a big thing about it a few years ago, and then it was kind of poo-pooed. Everybody's like, "Yeah, it's just a word, it's just whatever." But uh, polar vortex—it's the polar yeah. vortex. It's coming back around. Um, but I, I got that now. This is from the National Weather Service, so uh, they they issued a graphic, and let me see. There it is. Uh, issued a graphic. From the National Weather Service, so I kind of, we kind of look at that when it's a government agency. I look at it, and it explains the science behind the polar vortex. So I want to read you just a little bit. I thought it was really interesting. <clears throat> it says the polar vortex is a large area of low pressure and cold air surrounding the Earth's north and south poles. The term vortex refers to the counterclockwise flow of air that helps keep the colder air close to the poles. Often uh, during winter, the northern hemisphere, the polar vortex will become less stable and expand, sending cold Arctic air southward over the United States with a jet stream. Uh, uh, with a jet stream, uh, the polar vortex is nothing new. In fact, it's thought that the term first appeared in an 1853 issue of E. Littell's Living Age. I guess that's a magazine, Living Age. It's in italics uh, or whatever but probably but uh it shows graphics and what it is uh it's just two graphics one is a stable polar vortex when you have a strong jet stream that's going you know pretty much circular right around the, the arctic circle let's say and it's not letting any of that you know cold air just come down and, and visit but on the second graphic uh, remind me i got well i'm gonna have to post that now that we talk about it um that if you have a weak jet stream, and probably maybe La Nina, uh, that's why I was saying earlier, maybe La Nina, because it causes the jet stream to kind of shift a little bit uh, and go in different directions. And a weak jet stream will allow more of that colder air to come down. So it says the air pressure and winds around the Arctic switch between these two phases, Arctic oscillation, and contribute to winter weather patterns. So that's the, the Arctic Oscillation, you've heard me talk about before, you have ENSO, which is the El Nino Southern Oscillation. Then you have the PDO, which is the Pacific Decadal Opera, uh, Oscillation. And you have the North Atlantic Oscillation. These are all wavy upper air patterns that we watch to see if they're positive or negative. Therefore, uh, El Nino would be colder than average temperature, sea surface temperatures. La Nina is warmer than average. Well, that would shift all the other ones around. So that's kind of where we as weather people and climatology aspect would look at that and say, okay, what is this going to do for our weather? So La Nina itself isn't going to say we're going to have warmer winter. That's not what it means. It's going to affect all these other things. Uh, so I wanted to bring that up with the science of the polar vortex. And we, we are kind of having a polar vortex kind of come down in the northeast. And that could be probably what this thing is coming down now in Illinois and wrapping around. Could be influenced. We'll have to kind of, maybe we'll have to have the polar vortex watch. Ooh, we'll have to do yep. that. So anyway, that's what I got. Do you got something over there, Corey? Um. Maybe. This is the anniversary of the big 2007 ice storm 
Remember that from Springfield? Very much. The uh, surrounding area. It didn't really make it down here. Uh, we were kind of watching it, but that it was rainy, kind of. But but the temperature never really dropped below thirty three and thirty four degrees. So we did, we got pretty much all rain. I think around Forsyth got a little bit of ice in the trees, but you know, further up north you headed, it was uh, pretty bad. We were sitting. Oh. I remember me and her. We went to Applebee's and we were watching the news reports and everything on KY3 on their TVs of the ice storm and ice storm coverage and thinking how bad it could get. And of course, you know, it was off season, so we we're pretty much the only only people in there. And uh, you know, I felt like I was being left out of the fun weather situation, but. Uh, no. You know, one, <laughs> in hindsight, I'm glad we didn't get the tree damage and the I remember power too, lines the down. Hotels, because, you know, Branson is seasonal, so a lot of the hotels and the restaurants closed down during the off season. And many of the hotels had to open back up just to house Springfield area people that oh, had yeah. no power. I remember that. Because we had power here in Branson. So, yeah, we had a lot of people staying in the hotels at discounted rates just because they had power. Well, I I remember I just barely escaped. I mean, I'll, I'll save the whole story for another another time. I think I've told it before, but I was at uh, briefly. I was at the Springfield Little Theater when it just started, and I heard hmm. it. Uh, we were kind of at a, at a remembrance ceremony there, and everybody kept hearing it was sleeting. It was stuff on the theater, and it's like I got to go because I got to go back to Branson. And I remember getting leaving. Driving down National to get to James River, and trees were starting to snap on either side of me. And I thought, I've wow. got to get out of here. Scary. I, I mean, just in time. And I got on the highway and got to Ozark, and I was good. I was good, and I made it home. And then the next day, it kept going and kept going. And it was just... My parents, I think seven days, I think. I have to ask my mother. She can correct me on that. Uh, without power. I mean, yeah, a lot of people went a couple of weeks. That was I know, bad. Um, I mean, I worked with nurses at the time that lived in Springfield, and they were seven to nine days wow. that they had no power. And I know in Oklahoma, where our parents were, it was two weeks. Two weeks, people had no power. My mom and dad had a generator, and it was enough to run a lamp, a heater, and the TV. In the living room. So they just lived in their living room for two weeks. Wow. Wow. I can't even imagine. I, 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 I can't imagine either. To, like, that's why ice terrifies me. Yeah. Now, now my parents, they were okay. I mean, they they had, they had fired up the barbecue grill. They had gas heat, so they could, they, they were warm. Yeah, like, my, they cooked on the grill. They had a grill outside, but. Yeah. But, no, everything in their house is electric, so they just had to. Cook on the grill. Oh yeah, and and my parents' water was uh, electric well. So I remember. I will never forget that that moment when my dad called and said, "Son, we need help. We don't have any water." I went to IGA and got like gallons of water and shoved it in the car and drove to Springfield. This was, of course, after it was over. Uh, but that's when I got all these pictures. I I wonder. Remind me to talk to you later, Corey, about getting some pictures up on the website. Anyway, we'll do that. Um, anyway. One to two inches of ice, I think, was the just Springfield and North. Is that what you're saying? Is that what they said? Or I think so. I don't have it pulled up right now, but yeah, one to two inches, which is in- a lot. Insane, because it takes like what a quarter of an inch or whatever to knock power lines out. Well, yeah, if a, that even a third, a third will start. To, a, a quarter, you got to be real careful. If there's if there's high wind and a quarter of an inch, probably half an inch. There'll be spotty outages, and then three quarters, yeah, widespread. So if you get one to two inches, insane, insane, insane. Wow, I just remembering that. Woo! But we don't see that Fun in times. our near future. Yes. So, got anything else over there? In the last thirty-six hours, there have been some crazy wind gusts in uh, Montana and Colorado. Uh, the other day, Montana recorded at the National Weather Service in in, in 
what is it, Missoula? Missoula? Missoula. How do you pronounce that? Uh-huh. Missoula. Missoula? I, I'm thinking Missouri. I'm not in Montana mode. But uh, <laughs> 125 mile an hour wind gust. <gasps> no way! That is crazy. And in Colorado and Breckenridge, they had a 116 mile an hour wind gust. That's Cat 3. Cat 3 is 111. That, oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. But they're not sustained, so it's kind of a... It's a gust. Right. Gust where your trash can blows over and then it's gone. Well, your trash can's going to be gone. <laughs> I was going to say, it ain't going to blow over. It's going to take you airborne. You might not even be able to find it after that wind gust. Holy cow. Now, I, I remember, and I think I sent it to you, that, that Montana and around you know Wyoming and stuff had high wind warnings out that they said with gusts to 80, but it's incredible that amount of wind. And I've noticed, too, I don't know if you've noticed this, I've noted... There's been a lot more wind events this year, this year, mm-hmm. this season. I feel like there has. Yeah. It's I've had much... to drive in it a lot. Oh, my gosh. And a, a couple of my friends uh, at the Hughes, their, their oldest boys were driving back from Utah the other day in this wind. And I said, whatever you do, hang on to the steering wheel. You're going to get some really strong wind gusts. They just made it in, like one trip from Utah back to here. I'm like, oh my gosh. And he, and wow. he said that there had been uh, uh, several semis turned over, which were causing them to delays. I said, yeah, that's because you're getting these wind gusts at 70, 80 miles an hour. That's going to blow a semi over on the road. And that's I've wh- had, I've been driving before in the van and a wind gust came through enough that I lost control <gasps> briefly. No. And I really thought like, I was hanging on and bracing for an accident, and it was two lanes, bumper-to-bumper traffic, because the weather was bad, and so people were kind of going a little bit slower, but I was in the center lane closest to the median on I-44, and a gust got a hold of the van, and I mean, it totally took the van. Yeah. I swerved, and it took me a minute to get control, but I mean, like, I had a big semi beside me, so... That's you know, the dangerous thing. I didn't want to go that way and hit a semi. And so I was trying to aim the car for the median. So I was like, if we're going to wreck, let's go for the median. But uh, yeah, that's you my saved that's it. my miracle because I just suddenly, all of a sudden, it just leveled out and I got control back. And wow. I like had to pull over for a minute to catch my breath. Oh, and I would. And I remember Grant was in the front seat with me and like, he looked at me for a minute. He's like, did we just about almost die? I'm <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have gosh. no idea how I got control back, but I was so glad I didn't let him drive that trip. Oh, my gosh. No, don't know. I mean, he probably didn't have any experience. <laughs> you know, right, like- I mean, like he was, I think he was probably 16 or 17 to where typically I used to let oh. him drive to Oklahoma all the time. But I didn't that trip because I knew that the weather was going to be a little bit bad. So. My goodness. Oh, no. The wind, ice, you know, just inclement weather and period. I, You know, even rain. I don't like driving at night in the like rain. I don't like driving in rain. Yeah. Daytime, I can well, handle I it. I do. Well, Corey's a pluviophile, so he loves. Yes. He loves I mean, that. I love rain if I'm home and watching it. I love snow when I'm home watching it. I don't <laughs> want to be go out, out in it. I don't want to be driving in it. Yeah, I think it, it's still snowing here. Uh, I'm looking at radar. That band is still cranking near Bolivar, Stockton, Pleasant, Hope hmm. to Seymour. So I bet they're getting some hefty, hefty snowfall snowfall rates out there. It's starting to get uh, intense. Purdy, Monette, Goodman, and Cassville, I bet they're getting a, a lot over here. And it's just lightly snowing down here in in, in old Branson area. But anyway, we kind of diverted from the... From the in other oh, news, I didn't have but, anything else. Did you? Uh, I well, I I saw on KY three they they uh, uh, posted National Weather Service posted on uh, the ninth of this month a year ago on the ninth, uh, Fair Play, Missouri had an EF one tornado in January, January 9th, mm-hmm. last year. An EF1 tornado in Fair Play. Now, Fair Play, if you don't know where that is, that is the extreme west-central Polk County. So not too far from Springfield. So we can have stuff in tornadoes. We always say that. Tornadoes can happen any time of year. I mean, it's Missouri. Anything can happen. 
And yeah, and last year was 2020, so anything could happen. <laughs> right. We were just like, whatevs. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. It's like, bring it on. Let's get it over with. Let's done. <laughs> okay, well, that's all I got. Is that all you got, Corey? It's happened at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm looking at the warning from that storm. I didn't realize it was in the middle of the day like that. Oh, at 3 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that'd be at prime heating of the day. <laughs> In January. Well, the morning lasted until 3 o'clock. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm not you sure know, that they around here, they're at night. I know. That's got to change. we got to have hmm. daytime stuff. I, I'm not going to stay awake all night. Well, I will, but I'm not going to stay. <laughs> we'll, we'll take turns. But not happily. That? Yeah, not exactly. <laughs> not happily do that. So, so that yeah, so it, again, it can tell you you can't have tornadic and severe weather in january in the ozarks it can happen so i think that probably wraps it up and now it's back time for our favorite segment get ready to get educated in shara's fun facts and she's back. It's time for Shara's Fun Facts. So, Shara, I'm sure you got a load of them to lay on us today. I just want you to know, I hope you all appreciate what I went through. <laughs> January is a boring month, apparently. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize how boring it was until I tried to find fun facts about January. And I even found this one that... The only Shakespeare plays that mention January are Much Ado About Nothing and Winter's Tale. Because nothing happens in January. After New Year's, it's boring. Okay. Nothing happened until Valentine's. Mm. So, of course, every year in January, on January 1st, is the Polar Bear Plunge Day. Oh. Where... All the extremely weird people, crazy people, I guess we could say, jump into frigid cold water just so they can say they did it. <laughs> that's it. I missed out on that one this year. Yeah, I, I didn't do the polar bear. Yeah, but that, I've never that's got to be. I don't plan to. But people There's say- people that do it at Table Rock Lake. There's a whole group that goes out to Table Rock Lake and jump in. They swim off of a dock. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I hear ramp. some experts say that you know that's probably good for your body or something, but I think no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna it do. It like resets it or something. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Put you know. in shock is what it does. Yeah, that's what I think. All right, so we have some January folklore. Ooh, okay. According to folklore, the weather of the first twelve days of the year, which we are well past now, is said to be indicative of the following twelve months. Ooh. So what did we have in the first 12 days? Really was oh. actually kind of mild and nothing. Yeah, well, it's kind of a it variety. Big nothing burger. Yeah, yeah, it was nothing burger for a lot of it, yeah. Okay, so here, okay, well, we did have fog. We had a lot oh, of yes. fog. Fog in January brings a wet spring. <gasps> Ooh. Good. A favorable January brings us a good year. If grass grows in January, it will grow badly the whole year. Uh oh. <laughs> a summerish January will bring a winterish spring. May 4th, so. snow, yeah. Yeah, those are some of the folklore. Um, How about that? Let's see. So, some insects survive the winter by producing their own version of antifreeze. You know, we always wait for that freezing cold, and we think all the bugs will die, and then get rid of all the mosquitoes and the bugs and the annoying bugs, whatever. Right. Yeah, apparently, some of them can produce their own antifreeze. Scientists call these produced chemicals cryoprotectants, which makes the insects less likely to freeze in cold wind weather. Ew. So there's several types of cryoprotectants, but the most common in the insect world is glycerol. Okay. Also, geese... And many other migrating birds fly in a V to conserve energy. I did not know that. That one I knew. Of all it the ones you said, wind resistance. Yeah, that one I knew. It's kind of like the they Blue can Angels. Fly much longer and stop less for rest. Because don't they do that? Like my mother, when I was young, my my family would go and watch the Blue Angels, and they always mm-hmm. they always fly in a V because they can. Save stuff. Uh, they got that from the geese. You know they did. Conserves energy. That's right. 
Love it. Nuts and seeds are not the only things an animal might store in the winter. Did you know (laughs) that they will store the food, their food alive, their favorite food, like the ones that eat insects, so they'll store them alive. You know, like how flies will kind of be like comatose for a little bit when it gets super, super cold, like you put a fly in the freezer, but then it'll come back to life. Yeah, so they will store insects that are rendered comatose from, yeah. (laughs) Red squirrels are known to do this, apparently. Squirrels are smart. They are. They're actually very, very smart. Like, remember we learned, we had a fact about them remembering, or they tricked other people. They They tricked other other squirrels. like Other squirrels into where they were hiding (laughs) their nuts and they really weren't. Yeah, that's ingenious. Wow. Okay. Couple of fun facts about January born people. Supposedly, babies born in January are the funniest. Oh. People born in January have a natural sense of humor and are incredibly witty. You never know. Your little one born in January could grow up to be funny and cheerful person, always entertaining others. Sarcasm and ingenuity come naturally to people born in January. Did not know that. Hmm. They are also and I wish that this was a factor that I had. They are immune to stupidity. Ah. These people know how to subtly provide criticism without hurting any feelings and how to respond to stupid questions. If they are ever asked a stupid question, their only response may be silence. Yes, they don't tolerate nonsense, and their witty grin conveys the message. Oh. But I wish I could just, you know, totally be immune to stupidity, especially these days. Me too. I was born in October. <laughs> it's like I, I just don't deal with it well. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't tolerate it. I'm not immune to it, but I don't tolerate it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this one um, was, this is not a fun fact, but it was a joke a patient told me, and I thought it was funny. So I'm going to end with this. Okay. An emergency call center worker in London has been fired, much to the dismay of her colleagues who are reportedly unhappy with her dismissal. It seems a male caller dialed 999, which I don't know where this is from, 911, from a mobile phone stating, I am depressed and lying here on a railway track. I am waiting for the train to come so I can finally meet God. Apparently... Remain calm and stay on the line was not considered to be an appropriate response. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. I got to throw in a trombone on that one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the patient Sorry, told January's you that. a whole bunch of nada. That was the best I could come up with. <laughs> no. I hunted for hours for facts. Oh. I'm like, we need like a holiday or something. There's not much going on. That's true. Well, there's only a couple more podcasts in, in here. Uh, Shakespeare said it best: "Nothing do, much ado about nothing." Yeah, Valentine's Day come, is coming up. Things definitely heat up around here on Valentine's Day, you know. So only on Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, pretty much only the rest of the year, huh? I'm just ready for some <laughs> severe weather. Maybe we'll get some. Uh, yeah, and, uh, around Valentine's Day or end of February. Who knows? Well, you know, like I said, the past couple of podcasts ago it's like we we've I, we've had a snow i'm done yeah that's exactly. i just wanted to snow yeah, we last had our good snow to play in now totally good got the snow got, got the snowman let's just go on so yes yeah well we'll see maybe i'll we'll have to start doing that i'll have to make a note to start looking at climatological out uh outlooks next you know year. i don't know what's in that mixture of stuff you bought me for my windshield Corey bought me some stuff. Like, I wanted him oh. to make me some of that alcohol mixture that you told me yeah. about. But, like, it, there was one day when it was supposed to, the one of the mornings it was supposed to be snowy or icy or whatever. He ran to town and filled my windshield wiper fluid with the special windshield wiper fluid that defrosts or whatever. Oh, huh. And then he also bought me a bottle of spray stuff. I don't even know what it's called. But he's like, just spray this on your windshield and it should defrost. Like, it's a miracle spray. I don't know what's in it. Huh. I'll have to look. But like, I actually had people in the parking lot jealous and wanting to know what I had <laughs> because I walked out there. I mean, like, I kind of spray it on the windshield before I go in to work, and so that it's just like already there. Oh, okay. 
But when I came out, there was, I mean, a whole layer of frost and ice on the windshield. And I just started spraying it around all of my windows. By the time I got all the way around back to the front to start scraping, it was gone. I didn't have to scrape at all. Oh, my gosh. It melted it, like, quick. I got in the car and turned on the windshield wipers, and it was gone. And I was off and on my way watching all the other poor people scraping their windows. <laughs> oh, wow. I care about my wife. See? So he bought me a bottle of spray. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have to add some more effects. I need to here. look and see what it is. Like, it's amazing. I was yeah. like, there was well, people going, what did you just spray on your window? Right. But, I mean, and, and for those who'd missed our... Uh, the, the recipe last time, it's uh, uh, two, what is it? Two parts alcohol. It's like three parts alcohol. Two, two or three parts part al- water, uh, of two, rubbing alcohol. Remember. Yeah, and one part water uh, and put it in a spray bottle. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm betting that's, I need to look at the ingredients. I'm betting that's what. That could be some, some kind of ether, ether, ethyl alcohol. Or so, yeah, something in there. Yeah. It's very oily when it hits the windshield. It kind of has an oily feel. Oh, really? Um, I mean, glycol. not oily, but glycol. greasy, maybe. I don't know what I'm thinking of, but... Gl- or glycerin, whatever that thing. That, right? That, like, it, I mean, but boy, it works. I, I mean, like I said, I just literally what is it, spray the, it on. The cryoprotective and... thing the bugs do. Right. Yeah. Glycerol. Gl- glycerol, exactly. I bet you I bet you that's it. As long as it is health, uh, friendly to the environment. Okay, I think it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Storm Dry weather, weather, weather Word of the Week is special for Shara. And I wanted to give this to her, and I think you all will enjoy it. Uh, I had never heard of this, and I came across it. So, Shara, what is this week's Storm Dry Weather Weather Word? And in the spirit the of good fun, I don't look at the word on purpose. Just so y'all can laugh at me when I say it wrong. Uh-huh. Um, pogo nip? It looks easy. Well, <laughs> it's close. Panagip, panagip. <laughs> I had to look up the pronunciation. It's poganip. Oh, I like pogonip better. Yeah, it's, it's spelled P-O-G-O-N-I-P, just like it sounds. Pogonip, but it's pronounced poganip. So, poganip. and so you're happens when you jump on a pogo stick. Yeah, you but you're gonna you're, you'll freak out when when you when you figure out what this is. It's very very okay. What is it? <laughs> poganip is that it? Pog- yeah, poganip. Poganip. Okay. In the Western United States, a poganip is another word for freezing fog. Freezing fog. It occurs <laughs> commonly during cold winter spells, usually in deep mountain valleys. Freezing fog occurs when liquid fog droplets freeze to surfaces, forming while White, soft, or hard rime. Uh-huh. Rime ice, yeah. The word poganip is derived from the Shoshone. Shosh- Shoshone. Shoshone. It's an word, Indian word. Which means cloud. cloud. Yeah. We've definitely had a lot of that freezing fog and fog lately. That's, yes, because everybody was talking about freezing fog and ice fog and stuff. And I came across, it says poganip. It's like, oh, I got I took a screenshot of it. And then I did some research. And I, I think poganip actually has several different meanings because I, I I I looked at it and went to Wikipedia and there's it, it's all kind of weather related but not necessarily like a freezing fog but I thought how perfect we're gonna do freezing fog so maybe next week we'll have poganip on another definition <laughs> and then you'll know how to pronounce kind of it done with poganip yeah <laughs> there you go poganip it in the bud yes yes so I, we're not going to have freezing fog. Is it still snowing out there? Um. Yep. Coming down hard. Actually, just, just, here. just barely. It yeah. It's so. like they're little bitty, but it is really coming down hard. But it and also, I but mean, the we're not blowing it around too. We're we're not in the winter weather advisory. I keep checking. Uh, the the temperature is just right above freezing, so we're not. Uh, well, eh, the Branson Airport says thirty two. It has been falling this afternoon. I will say that. Um, but they still say total daytime snow accumulation less than a half an inch possible. And tonight, it says snow showers likely before midnight. Hmm, that's a little bit longer than I thought because everybody else was saying they're going to be out of here by 9. So, and then uh, then flurries between midnight and 2. So, it's going to last a little longer. New snow accumulation tonight of less than a half inch. So, we'll see about the dusting. 
Um, we are getting the temperature is falling. Uh, I have to check our weather station, but uh, wind advisory ends at six, and we could get some snowage. So I, I, I don't know. I think this is pretty much it. I think we're seeing what we're gonna get. You think so? Yeah. I, I do, too. Just a hunch. Yeah, and I know my mother's going to be listening to this. I'm just curious. I made a post on on, the, on our Facebook page. I said, well, you know, I've been getting reports that the ground's getting white in Springfield. So, you know, is it getting white in your regional area? If so, send us a picture. So I have to check that now. We'll, we're done with, with the podcast. So I can, I can go see these wonderful pictures. So go there. Yay. The okay. trees are turning white a little bit. Really? But the ground is just wet. Yeah. It's melting. Ground is wet. For now. For now. I mean, there could be some. I need to make another post because now the temperatures are dropping. Yeah, it could get a little slickiness a little bit later. It gets below freezing. So, well, Sherry's about ready to go back to sleep. And uh, <laughs> you did great. I love your, love your fun facts. So we'll have to get some more next week. So you guys got like, any? Boy, January needs to end because I'm running out of fun facts. Oh, February's going to be. Oh, wait. Yeah. What? I forgot one of them. Oh, okay. I forgot I had one. Oh gosh, let me see if I still have it saved. Oh. Um, there was a January fifteenth one. Oh well, that's today. You don't want to yeah. forget that. So January. Oh wait, tomorrow. Sorry, this is for tomorrow, so you'll all be prepared. Sixteenth. Okay. The sixteenth. Okay. Tomorrow is Appreciate a Dragon Day. <gasps> oh. That's it. I'm just saying, you got to be prepared tomorrow is Appreciate a Dragon Day. Wow. Like a dragon dragon? I feel like we should appreciate dragons every day because, you know, they're scary. But anyway, tomorrow is specifically designed to be Appreciate a Dragon Day. Wow. Thanks for that. I throw that out there. I need need, need to put that in our show notes. (laughs) Don't leave the dragons out. Everybody else gets a day. I love their day. I have all these show notes. I'm not going to know what to do. Maybe they'll breathe fire and melt all the snow. Well, there won't be any snow here, maybe. I don't know. No. Could be. I have maybe no it'll idea. warm it up and bring an early spring. <laughs> uh, I like the early spring idea. I think Corey and me both are enjoying the early spring, warmer, get that severe weather season going. So we'll have to do that. Okay. Well, you guys got anything else before we wrap this nope. up? I'm fresh out of stupid facts. Fresh, fresh out of facts. So, <laughs> okay, well, let's put a bow on this then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Check one, check one, check one. God, you're loud.